What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Jared Hamilton. I'm glad you're in the house today. If you are a returning listener, number one, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming back. And number two, I'm sorry for my little hiatus. <laughs> Normally, I've, I uh, I like to put on a podcast every week, but lately things have just been so crazy in a good way. All you know, not complaining. All absolutely amazing craziness uh, kind of things. But um, but yeah, so needless to say, I just wanted to get back in the swing of things, put out another episode and really keep things coming at you. I, I know I haven't done a, um, a a solo episode in a while, but um, I wanted to bring it you one today that's not a guest, but because um, I have more of the, that lined up. But um, this has been a constant thing that has been coming up, coming up in a lot of conversations lately. So I thought I would do a whole podcast on it about the concept of how to stop being so hard on yourself. But before we get into all of that, a couple massive thank yous. Number one, uh, or well, I'm sorry, thank you to both of uh, my sponsors. Um, so big thank you to Flex Pro Meals. Um, and I'm telling you guys, it is one of those things where, especially during this crazy busy time and things are being nuts, um, I have probably e- eaten more Flex Pro Meals than like normal home cooked meals that I've made just because it, it, we all go through times like that, right? Like things are just crazy. Things are all over the place. Things are unpredictable and convenience is your best friend. Well, the nice thing is with Flex Pro, I've, I always have their stuff in my fridge on deck. That way, you know, in the middle of like between calls and, you know, running all over the place and doing all this stuff, it's been super effortless to stay on track with my fitness and my, and my own my own goals because, you know, it's convenience isn't the issue. If like I forgot to make food or whatever the case is, I just run in the house, throw a meal in the microwave and come out and smash it while I'm doing emails or between calls or whatever the case is. It's just been super helpful. So big thank you to them. If you haven't checked out their menu, I'm telling you guys, it's amazing. And if you use my code, if you ever purchase anything through them, um, you can save 20% off. So um, if you do that, go check out their link at the description, um, flexpromeals.com, and you can use my code Hamilton Trained, and it will save you some money if you're into that sort of thing. But then my second thank you is to my other sponsor, which is First Form, the supplement company. Um, again, it's been more of the, the whole convenience thing and keeping me moving, guys. It's I know I'm not a huge supplement guy, but they all have their time in their place. Because like if you guys saw my big YouTube supplement video, um, I, I'm a very minimalist when it comes to supplements. But nonetheless, their stuff has kept things moving forward very nicely. Everything from the convenience of just being able to smash protein powder and keep my day going with, you know, then all joint in, joint problems that I've been having. Having, so their stuff has been super helpful with that. So if you take supplements or if you're looking to get a little bit of a leg up on what you're doing, I'm telling you, there's you're going to be hard pressed to find another company better than First Form. So uh, be sure and check out their their stuff. I'll have a link for them in the description. Um, and of course, going through my stuff, my links for their their stuff, it does support me. And I just want to say thank you in advance for that. But now. <laughs> I know that was a lie. We're already like three minutes in. Let's get into the, what I was going to talk to you guys about with how to stop being so hard on yourself. Okay. Now here's the thing. Why, why though? Like, let's take a step back and kind of reframe this. Why do we not want to be so hard on ourselves? You have to understand that like when you're too hard on yourself, which most of you are, it's like having a 24 seven bully, right? Like you have to understand that you, sh- you're, you're your biggest supporter. You should be your biggest fan. You should be the one that's holding the standard. You should be the one that like has got you and that believes in you more than anyone else. And the problem is most people aren't like that. You see what I mean? This is why when it comes to all of this, it's so important to just stop being so hard on yourself. Cause, cause the truth is we all go through shit, right? We all struggle. We all fuck up. We all go through things, but most people either 
err on one extreme or the other. They either err on the extreme of um, way too lazy, way too, way too much grace for themselves, which I don't think that's as frequent, or it's this one where they are so hard on themselves where it's it's almost like every move they make is self-deprecating and it's in no matter what you do is never good enough for yourself, right? So you have to understand that like you you, you have to be a little more realistic. You have to be have some grace for yourself and not be so hard on yourself just because you're going through some stuff. Like I had a girl DM me the other day and she's like, Hey, how do I stop being so hard on myself for being injured? So I can't work out. And it's like, it's that kind of stuff. It's like you you literally tore your knee and can't work out. So you feel guilty and are shaming yourself for not going to the gym because you have a torn knee when you would never guilt anyone else for that. So I want to get into a little bit of context around this, but then also get, give you some strategies on like, okay, how specifically to not be so hard on yourself? Because at the end of the day, guys, um, I'm not here to give you, you know, like just to hype you up or be your woo woo guy. You, you guys know that by now. Um, I want to help you and give you tactics. So, um, at the end of the day, you have to understand this. If you take nothing away from this episode, here's what I want you to really, really lean into. Your relationship with you is what's going to set you up for everyone else's to mirror that, right? Your relationship with you is everything. That's what, to be honest, this whole like stop being so hard on yourself is, is we're talking about your relationship with yourself, okay? You have to understand that a big reason a lot of people struggle with all these areas outside of weight loss with like work, with money, with re- their own relationships, with everything is life is mirroring you to you. So if you don't respect yourself, good luck finding someone else to. If you don't love yourself, it's going to be hard for you to receive love from others. If you don't, if, or if you, if, uh, if you're too hard on yourself, well, it's really easy for everyone else to be extra hard on you as well. You know, there's, I'm re- the, the book I'm reading right now, the four agreements talks about this where, you know, most people who have gone through shit, gone through trauma, gone through abuse, gone through everything. It's like, it's nothing compared to what you take you through every day. You know, like, let's say you mess up and someone judges you, right? Let's say that's, that's the issue. Well, then you, instead of that moment in time being over, then you judge yourself every fucking second of the day. Most people listening to this are still holding grudges against themselves for something 10 years ago. But you have to understand, like, when you do that, when you're self-deprecating, when you are the biggest bully to yourself, it's literally that. It's a 24-7 bullying relationship. How do you get ahead of that? Imagine someone on your shoulder every day that's like, you're never good enough. This isn't good enough. You're a piece of shit. You're fat. You're worthless. Why are you even trying? You're a failure. Like, it, it, I actually, I made a, an Instagram post a couple of years ago that went really, went went bonkers because it said this. It said, I, I said this in it. I said, if someone talked to your best friend the way that you talk to yourself, how pissed would you be? Because most people are hypocritical as fuck with this. You see what I mean? Because also when you are so hard on yourself, it literally opens up the gate to sabotage. I mean, think about it. If if our minds crave the familiar and then our actions unconsciously just follow suit with wherever our headspace is at. Well, if, if, if you have all these ridiculous standards that you could never live up to and you're never good enough for yourself and you're always so hard on yourself and progress is never good enough, well, actions follow focus. So you're just going to find a way to sabotage to get you back to that underlying belief. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. If, if you're so hard on yourself, nothing, nothing you do is ever good enough. Well, then you make really good progress. What's well, death to that old story. So you're going to find some way to mess it up. You see what I mean? This is why most people are setting the rules. I'm sorry. Most people are setting rules for this game that are 100% impossible for them to win. Because here's the thing. When it comes to fat loss and transformation, all this stuff, you make the rules for you. You see what I mean? But so many people 
make rules in a way that's it's impossible for them to win, right? If you lost 30 pounds in 30 days, you'd say, well, I should have lost 40. Like, come on. If someone gave you a million dollars, you'd go, well, they should have given me 2 million. It's, it's the same kind of thing. Most people will be experiencing so much progress, be killing it in so many ways, and they won't see it, and they're so hard on themselves. Someone who's never been consistent is gets finally consistent, but they're like, well, weight loss isn't happening fast enough. Or someone who used to binge every week and now binges every once in a while, and they go, oh, I still binge. It still sucks. It's like, but it's still progress. It's still fucking progress. That's why most people, when it comes to this, have a framework and expectations and rules for this game and outcomes in your head in a way that you can't win. You have to take a step back and go, do, am I actually setting this game up where I can win and, and be happy with myself? And most people struggling would say, no, there's no way for you to end this where it's going to, you're going to be happy. You could get everything you ever wanted, but it's still not going to be good enough in your head. Or you're still going to think about all, all the shit you don't have. You know what I mean? Think of it this way. Here's an analogy I like to use. We all remember like the game show or like the mall uh you know, it, it, we used to see it in malls and stuff and carnivals where it was like a little plexiglass box with a bunch of money inside of it blown around, you know, where you get inside of it and there's like $10,000 flying around in there from an air or for, from like a, like a bunch of air shooting everywhere and fans. And you have like 30 seconds to get as much as you can, you know, well, this is what happens. People get in those. And then let's say you got in one of those and there's $10,000 floating around and shooting all over the place and you have 30 seconds and you, let's say, get a thousand of it, but there's 10,000 in there. You get out of it. You're not excited about the free thousand dollars you got. All you see about is the 9,000 you didn't get, right? Instead of being grateful, being like, oh my gosh, I got a thousand bucks. This is fucking dope. You go, well, I, I, I missed all of that. This is what happens with most people. They're, they're, they're showing up for themselves. They, they may be struggling, but they're going through some stuff or they have some progress stuff that's showing well and others it's not. But you set your expectations in your headspace up to be in a place where it's never good enough, right? You could lose 30 pounds in 30 days, which is terrible, by the way. But in your head, you would go, well, I should have lost 40. You see what I mean? This is why it, it, it's one of those things where most people are setting their game, the rules up for their own progress game that they can't win. Then it leads to the whole, like, why even bother if you're never going to be happy? You see what I mean? This is why you have to stop being so hard on yourself. Because um, here's, the, here's the other big, big part of this. The big fear with all of this is so many people, um, they, they almost are worried that, like, if they decide to feel some gratitude, be a little bit less hard on themselves, they're going to revert back and get lazy and lose everything. But you have to understand that's not true. Ed Milet gave an example of... Um, like of a really good steak. Imagine you like have a beautiful, you're hungry and you have a really good steak in front of you and you take one bite. It doesn't, it makes you want the rest of the steak. You take one bite and you go, oh, I really want the rest of the steak. You don't go take one bite and go, okay, well, I'm good now. I don't need the rest of it. Like, it's not how that works. You take one bite and you go, I want the whole thing now. You know, it's the same thing with this. If you're driving from, if you're, if you're driving your actions from a place of, no, I have to be so hard on myself. Otherwise I'll like be too easy on myself. That's just a fallacy right? We all think like that, but it's not true. That's not how it goes at all. It is such a dichotomy where you have to give yourself grace and hold yourself to high standards, right? It's, it's, it's such a dichotomy where it's like, there are times where you need to be a little more strict on yourself. You need to be like, okay, here's the standard I'm not reaching. But then there's the other side of, well, I need to give myself some grace. I need to give myself some props for, you know, showing up here and doing this and this and this. It's a dichotomy. It is not one extreme or the other. So, that kind of framed this a little bit, but I want to give you these four specific things on how to go about giving yourself or how to stop being so hard on yourself. Okay. And this first one is the one that will set the precedence for all of it and will help most of you listening. Number one, 
how would you handle this if it was your best friend or your kids? What's funny is most people who struggle with this being too hard on themselves stuff, they, when it's their kids, they have the best balance ever. They're, you know, like, let's say you, let's say you have kids or you're a best friend or some, some person like that in your life. Well, right now, like, let's take the kids, for example, you, you have standards for your kids. You don't want them growing up to be serial killers, right? You, you, you have standards. You go, okay, I want you to be a productive member of society. I want you to be a good person, have moral ethics, not hurt people, all this. But then there's also times you you give yourself your kid like you have those standards right. But then there's so many times you give your your kid grace. You you aren't so hard on them. You would never tell your your kid all the shit that goes through your head. You would never tell your kid you're never good enough. Nope, this isn't good enough. I know you got a B and that's up from a C, but you're not an A, so you're a worthless piece of shit. Like you would not do that kind of thing to your kid. Or like if you're in the boat of like, let's say you're shaming yourself for not being farther along or you're shaming yourself or guilt tripping yourself for, you know, still struggling with binge eating or whatever it is. Would you do that to your best friend? Would you do that to your kid if it was your kid in school? The difference is most of you listening that are struggling with this are fucking hypocrites. And I say that with love, but that's how you fix it. Put it through the, the lens of somebody else. Put it through the lens of someone you love and care about, like your best friend. Or if you have kids, it's the best example ever. So if you're like, how do I stop being so hard on myself? Or how do I have that balance of, you know, standards, but also, um, but also giving myself grace and, and not being so hard on myself. I, I always go, what do you do for your kids? What do you do for your best friend? And do that to you. You're no different. Don't be a hypocrite. Okay. Number two, I'm trying to go through these a little faster because I, I know a lot of the episodes we've had lately are really long. So I'm trying to make this a little bit of a break for you. Um, this is another, this is a question you have to ask yourself. Number two, are you doing your best? This is one of the agreements in the four agreements that I'm reading about is basically is the concept of question yourself and always commit to doing your best. So here's the thing. Let's say you're struggling and you're like, but you're being too hard on yourself. Did you do your best? Answer that honestly. Well, yes. Then stop. Then don't, don't be so hard on yourself. You did your best. Even if you fell, fell out on your face, did you do your best? Yes. Then that's all that matters. That's all we can ask of, of ourselves right? Just like a little kid. Just like if, if your kid was going to a basketball game and they are, and they are being so hard on themselves for missing the free throw shot, but you would go, well, did you go to practice? Yeah. Did you do your best? Yeah. Did you do your drills every night? Yeah. Okay. Well then you messed up. It's fine. You did your best buddy. That's all that all, that's all you can ask of yourself. You would be giving the best advice. So think about what you're being too hard on yourself for. Are you doing the best you can? And if you aren't, then we got to go and reevaluate. Like, why aren't we doing the best we can? Right now, because if you're a person who goes, fuck it, I'll start over Monday. Or if you're a person that goes, I'm an all or nothing person, all that stuff, then you're not doing the best you can. You're, you're living in excuses and cop outs. Ask yourself, are you doing the best you can? Because here's what you have to understand. At all times, you will have things working for you and against you. You will have metrics showing progress in some areas, and you will always have metrics showing you're not doing good enough. But then you have to go back and go, okay, but did I do my best? Am I showing up for myself? Am I doing the best I can? And if you can answer that honestly, then there's no reason to be hard on yourself because you're literally doing, you're owning what's in your control and executing. Now, if you're half-assing and you're, and you're upset that you're not making it far, you're not getting anywhere, but you're half-assing and you know you're half-assing it and you're making excuses and procrastinating all this stuff, well, then that's where we lean into, okay, maybe we should have a little bit higher standards. Maybe we should do a little bit, a little bit better. But the people that I know that I work with, that I see, that me and my team work with, who are legitimately way too fucking hard on themselves, they are doing everything they possibly can do, and they are doing their absolute best. 
which means stop being so fucking hard on yourself. If you can honestly look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I am doing the best that I can do, and I'm just struggling, then do not be hard on yourself at all because you're doing the damn thing, okay? Number three, stop avoiding looking at your wins. Highlight them. Guys, you have to understand our actions follow focus and your brain works in a very meticulous way that I'll get into a number four about why it's so important to highlight your wins. Most people who are being so hard on themselves are not looking at their wins. They're looking at one or two things that they don't like that's going on, but they are not looking at all the other great things. You know, like let's say someone's upset that they still haven't lost any weight, but they're down five inches or like that they quit binging on the weekends or that they actually start are starting to have a great relationship with food. Like most people forget that kind of stuff. Or like, let's say you're trying to lose fat and it's not happening yet. Well, but, but at the same time, you're stronger in the gym. You're more consistent than you've ever been. You're doing this in a really sustainable way, not an extreme way. You would have given up by now and you didn't. Like those are all wins. This is why one of the best things you can ever ask yourself is, is this is go, well, write down on paper. Well, what am I doing that is working? What am I doing that is, is right? That is that, that I'm winning with and showing progress. Now, some of you listening might go, well, I don't have anything. Well, then I would say, what if I said I would pay you $1,000 for every item on that list? You could probably come up with stuff now, which means you aren't looking hard enough. Stop avoiding looking at your wins and highlight them. And this is going to help you stop being so hard on yourself because you're going to come to find that you're crushing it. Okay. And the last one, number four, kind of based off number three, you have a thing in your brain, part of your brain called your reticular activating system. And most of you are listening that are too hard on yourself are just focusing on how much you suck. That's it. But you have to understand your reticular activating system only is its sole role is to keep you sane. I'll give you an example. So before the car I have now, I just got a car, a new car. Um, I was driving a black Chevy Cruze. Okay. Just a normal basic bitch soccer mom car. I was driving a black Chevy Cruze. I saw them everywhere, everywhere. Well, your boy just upgraded to a white Camaro. Okay. I've wanted a Camaro for a while. I just upgraded to a white, but I just upgraded to a white Camaro. You know how many fucking sports cars I see now? I didn't know there were so many Camaros on the road until I got one. And now I see Camaros everywhere. And guess what I don't see? Little Chevy Cruises. Because it's out of my awareness, right? We've all had that happen. Or if you have kids and you're watching their sports games or they're like a recital, you don't see all the other kids. You just see your baby, you know? It's because your reticular activating system in your brain, your RAS, is programmed to only show you what is important to you and what you highlight the most. It doesn't care good or bad. It's just, it just does what it does. So think of it this way. Oh, here's another example. Think about all the trash you walk by on the ground and don't see, but you could see a dollar bill wadded up underneath a McDonald's carton where it's halfway covered in dirt because money's important to us. We all put a lot of value with money, which isn't, which is fine, but like it's, it's why we see money on the ground like that, but you accidentally don't see half the trash on the ground. It's because your reticular activating system. Well, here's the thing. If all you do is be, or if all you are is way too hard on yourself and all you do is highlight all the things you suck at, all the things that you hate and everything that you are in lack about, your brain is only going to show you more and it's not going to show you all the great things. It's not going to show you how much you're crushing it over here or how much you're crushing it over there or how much, you know, you lost here. Your reticular activating system is only going to show you what is in your awareness and that you focus on most. So if you're only focusing on the negative, the lack and how much you suck and you being too fucking hard on yourself, you are literally setting yourself up for so much failure. It's not even funny. This is why you need to start doing that every day. Get on a piece of paper and write down your wins, write down anything of progress. This could be your mental progress. This could be inches. This could be weight. This could be um, habitual. This could be a food relationship. This could be a feeling. You just feel better. It could be a clo some clothes fitting better. 
literally anything. And I want you to write down literally everything as if I was going to pay you a thousand dollars for every item. Cause if I did that, you would milk it. You would be like, you would come up with 30 different things. So do it because most people aren't looking hard enough. And that is how you can start to quit being so hard on yourself. So, and that is today's episode. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. Again, I'm sorry for the big delay in new episodes. Uh, I'm going to be trying to do better uh, at managing my time and handling all this craziness on the back end of stuff. But I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for the constant support and love. Um, if you haven't checked out the description, be sure and do that. I got a lot of stuff down there. I've got like, if you're interested in coaching, I've got links down there for that. I got my YouTube account down there because I got brand new videos. Uh, if you're not following, following me on my other smaller socials like Instagram and TikTok, I always have new content there. Um, but then if you're like lost and confused and have no fucking clue on what to do, I have a free course down there as well for you. Um, but otherwise, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't talk and I'll talk to you next time.